0: No, we have one more speaker before we'll take a refreshment break. Uh, the third speaker is uh, a visionary in the world of e-commerce. Her passion for helping other retail brands is inspiring. With an impressive 20-year career in the retail industry and 18 years of dedicated experience working closely with Amazon, Karina has become a renowned expert in her field. Today, she stands at the helm of e commerce nurse, an agency focused on Amazon, supporting sellers and vendors on their journey to business growth, both in Europe and North America. Karina's deep understanding of ever evolving business dynamics and online shopping, shaped over two decades, is a subject that could be discussed endlessly. I'm but we do only have 30 minutes today. (laughs) Her profound insights into trends within e-commerce make her a valuable voice for today's discussion. So please join me in welcoming Karina to the stage.
1: Hi, everyone. That's a fantastic bio. I would love to say that I wrote that, but uh, actually that was a credit to our copywriter, of course. So uh, great to be here again this year um, at the Ammerfest in Brighton. And uh, before I get started, I'll just make sure my clicker is on. Great. I just want to sort of understand the room and where you're at, because we're coming to a coffee break as well, so I'm always uh, conscious that everybody's ready for that caffeine hit, or I am for sure. So who's ready for that caffeine hit right now? Right, okay, okay. That means I've got to bring a bit, bit of energy here. And uh, on, a, on more of a relevant note, who's, who's found 2023 quite, quite a challenge versus 2022? Okay. Bit more, um, I'm gonna put my hand up, you know, because actually it has been a challenge, you know. Things are, we, you know, there's lots of things going on in the world. There's lots of things happening. And it is becoming more of a challenge on Amazon uh, in many ways, and I'm going to come on to them shortly. But that's really the reason for this topic, is trying to think forward about what we can do for 2024 as well, and what are going to be those key levers to success. So before I get started, who's got the Friday feeling? (laughs) Yay! Well, I have a Friday feeling. Great. So we were talking about challenges in 2023, and I put my hand up um, for that. And there have been a few challenges. So uh, competition is rife on Amazon, you know. It is becoming pretty saturated. Those times when we were looking for those niche, those gaps, there's not many gaps out there. There is a huge amount of competition, and it's all about what you can do to remain ahead of your competition. Amazon is now a pay-to-play platform, just as we've just been speaking about um, when it comes to advertising. Long are the days where you could just get away and be successful on Amazon without sort of paying a penny when it comes to advertising and many other marketing initiatives. Cost of advertising, again, it continues to rise. If if we just look at the cost per click last year versus this year, you can see it increasing, and we'll see it to continually increase. So this, of course, all affects your bottom line as well and your profitability. Challenging economic environment, you know, we are seeing spend slow down. There's no, there's no denying there. You might see growth because you might be in a high growth category. It might be that you're pretty new, so you're at a, an earlier stage of your product life cycle. But those that are very much mature have seen a bit of a slowdown in terms of their growth. And, you know, if you're a reseller, you might be having a bit of a tough challenge if you're not a brand, because Amazon's focus is mainly on brands and and basically introducing a lot more tools to those those brand owners as well. So it's definitely that favoritism there. So these are some challenges that we're, we're facing at the moment, but we'll continue to face in 2024. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be looking at five, five key initiatives to look at for 2024 to really remain competitive and stay ahead of the competition. But first off, I'm just going to assume that you've mastered the basics. And so what I would say are the basics. Uh, I'm assuming everybody in the room, when we talk about the initiatives that I'm going to come on to, is that your content is optimized, and when I talk about that, I'm talking about your titles, your keywords, your bullet points. You've got A-plus content. You've got all your infographics, so you've got your main product image, but you've, got, you've, got, you've optimized all your secondary images as well, and so your pages are looking pretty, pretty good. You know, you've got all the bells and whistles. You've got your brand store. Your, you've got sponsored ads running if it's sponsored ads, you've definitely got sponsored product ad running, running. You've got a healthy stock management, so you're not suffering from out-of-stocks, you're really starting to master your forecasting to remain constantly in stock, especially of your top sellers, and your pricing is competitive as well. And Of course, you've got great feedback and great reviews. And one thing is also having a great product. At the end of the day, you've got to have a great product. If you don't have a great product, then you're not going to see the sales that you want. So let's assume all of that. How many of you, just uh, getting another show of hands, I do like a show of hands, is um, how many of you feel that you've mastered it all in terms of the eight that I've mentioned? You 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 don't have to be modest. You can really just say, if you think you've got it, mastered it. Yeah, Okay. great. (laughs) And that's really interesting because actually, you know, me saying here, right, you've mastered it, actually it's a continual progress, right? It's not about setting up and leaving it with Amazon. It's continually optimizing your product listings. It's continually working on your product pages. And it's continually working on your ads because at the end of the day, the platform's evolving and you need to evolve as a seller as a vendor, as a brand on Amazon to remain competitive and to be ahead of your game. So in terms of the initiatives, so first off I'm going to talk about video content. So how many of you have videos on your product pages? Fantastic. Soon it should be a full room. I predict that your hands will be up. Everybody's hands will be up in years time because how many of you have product images on your product pages? probably a show of hands I'd hope it would be all of you and as you heard from my bio I've been I was at Amazon sort of pre well I started at Amazon in 2004 and there were product pages that were live on Amazon products selling without a product image that seems ridiculous right now but it's true and so that's how I see videos right videos we're now questioning whether you do video or not videos are going to be really uh, continuing to grow. You've seen how TikTok's evolving. It will be the same with Amazon. So video content, the great thing is, Amazon has finally made it a lot more, uh, enabled video a lot more um, on on the product pages and throughout their website. So, of course, having video, adding video to your product pages is a must. Um, so many sellers or brands in general that I speak to, big brands, global brands that we work with, really established household names, still don't have videos on their product pages. You'd think they've got great video con- content out there, but actually they're not even mastering it on their own product pages. And this is really going to help because videos create a much higher engagement than a static image we all know that we're all engaged you know many of us will find that we've lost hours looking at videos on instagram tiktok etc and it just does so it's better for conversion so you can have uh, videos on your product pages you can also who has a, who has access to a plus premium by the way Okay, so some of you will have access to A-plus premium. Hopefully, again, I won't be asking that question in a year or two years' time because A-plus premium will become A-plus standard. It's usually the way Amazon works. So A-plus premium, you can add videos to your A-plus pages, and it's really great because you can start honing in and really start making that video very relevant to it could be the module that you're talking about. You can have videos of how to set up uh, a product. If it's a treadmill, you might want to say how to set it up. You know, I've got an example here of where it's a, a, a muscle roller, and it's just an example of how to use it as well. So you can really start helping customers really understand the product because, as I say, a video says a lot more, um, and people's attention span these days with uh, social media and everything is pretty short. So video answers everything you can also have videos on your brand store as well so um, it might be that you have a new product that you want to showcase and so there's your opportunity there it might be that you've got a product range you can do whatever with that on your on your brand store so there's a real opportunity there to uh, highlight um, what's going on with your brand and your products Sponsored ads. Sponsored ads now allows video. So you've got your sponsored brand videos um, and you can lead them to the brand store and product pages. And you've also got videos on your sponsored display as well. So you've got so many opportunities here in how you can have video to really capture the customer's attention and really improve your engagement and overall improve your conversion. I know when I talk to a lot of brands, they're usually hesitant. It's like, oh, the cost, the cost of creating a video. Think of the cost versus the increase in conversion long term. That's the main thing you need to be thinking about, is that is the investment worth it? If you've got relevant video content that's creating a higher conversion, yes, it is worth that investment. And streaming ads. So Amazon, again, I'm just amazed by how much Amazon advertising just constantly is advancing. And you can see now they're even offering streaming ads. And that's available to to brand owners. And I know it's available to some of the brand owners that we work with in the U.S. that don't even have access to DSP, is that they can start adding videos to, to actually appear during and after streaming TV as well. So so you can just see all these features. And really, these are all some of these features you'll have access to. Some of them you might not have access to for, as a brand owner. But they're coming. So get yourself ready. Even if it's not available, get yourself ready. Get your video content. Because when they come, you want to be the first one on it. Because if not, if you sit around procrastinating, taking your time, your competition's going to be way ahead and advancing there. So that's my bit about videos. Secondly, a full funnel ad strategy. So, we always talk about, uh, we like to talk about the full funnel because so many of us talk about the bottom funnel. We're, We're so very focused on that bottom part of the funnel where it's all about how do you convert the search traffic that's on Amazon into a sale. So, you've got your sponsored product ads running and some of your sponsored display. But there comes to a point. A limit, right? Because with sponsored uh, products and lower funnel, you're converting that traffic that's already searching for those products on, on Amazon. What you want to start thinking about is how do you create demand? You know, there's platforms out there like TikTok that are creating demand. How do you then create demand for your product? How do you get new to brand customers? And that's where you need to be thinking wider in terms of your advertising strategy. It may be that you don't have that budget there and then, and it may be, yes, you want to capitalise on that low-hanging fruit. You want to convert that traffic that's coming in. But it's also thinking about, again, long-term, as in starting to generate more demand and converting in, you know... And and that's going into sponsored brand ads. It starts going into sponsored display. But also, if you've got that budget, starting to go into DSP, Amazon's display advertising. Because that then is about not only converting the demand that's already there, it's about generating demand as well. The next one is brand story. So again, how many of you have got a brand story up on your product page? OK. It's a, it's a quick one. So you could probably have this up by the end of next week or sooner, depending on how fast you work. Um, if you have access to this, it's basically like an a module and you're just adding it to your product pages, but you can add it to all your product pages in one go, which is brilliant, right? It gives you that opportunity to talk about your brand, and also, these days, people want to know about your brand. Humans buy from humans, so we want to know, and it's so important, ethics these days, of understanding a bit more about the company that you're buying from. So, if you've got a story, prime opportunity to add your brand story to all your product pages in one go. The beauty of a brand story is that you have links to it, which absolutely I love. You can actually link to your brand store from your brand story, you can link to other products from your brand story. So, this is a way for you to cross sell and upsell. To different parts of your range, you know, that's the one thing that's always been a frustration and a bugbear of mine, is the the limited ability to cross sell and upsell on Amazon. But actually, you can do this um, when it comes down to the brand story. You have that opportunity, so it's a fantastic way to start um, increasing sales and just creating more awareness than that one product. And this this will appear above your A plus page, on the. Um, on your product page. And if we go on to the fourth one, which is A-B testing. So who A-B tests? Good. Who A-B tests using Amazon's tools? Okay. A-B testing is, again, the way. Oh, something that I recommend you do because it is basically using data to make your decisions. I have this conversation all the time with marketing. The conversation is, oh, well, we want the product page to look like X. And I'm like, well, why do you want that product page? Oh, because we feel it will be great. Or we think it will be this. OK, that's emotion, right? That's based on emotion and bias. Actually, we want to make decisions based on data. And that is exactly what it comes down to with A-B testing. Okay, you've got to have something set up. So say we've got an A-plus page set up. We probably had a debate about whether to use one module or another or to use one graphic and another. Let them run. Create two A-plus pages and let them run against each other for a four-week period and let the data answer that. And it's great. Sometimes you win those arguments then with the team. Not that they're arguments, of course. They're just discussions. But the data says it all. And that is it with Amazon. It's not about emotion on Amazon. Amazon is a transactional website. It is about reading the data to understand your customer's behavior. And there is so much data available right now on Amazon and so many opportunities for you to get more data that now that emotion and that bias can be put to one side. So manage your experiments this is um, something hopefully some of you have access to. You'll have it, uh, access to it on the vendor platform, the seller platform. Again, if I'm putting some teasers out there, you don't have access and you're like, oh, that, I thought that was a great one. It will come. That's usually the way. And it's about looking and at different areas of your product page. So you can manage your experiments and A, B test. Your titles, your bullet points, your product images, and your A-plus content and product description. It's forever increasing. I love it. I always love it when I I go to the pages because you see that there's an additional feature out there. And What it is is literally that you have, as I mentioned, two product images alongside one another. Amazon does all the work for you. They then put that up, so there's part audience looking at one image, part audience looking at the other, and then you get the results. And the results are basically starting to look at, okay, well, what was the conversion like when you had this title? What was the conversion like on that other title? And what's, how many sales were generated through the two? And, you know, and again, we have this debate about long titles and short titles because I'm sort of from the days where, again, the, the no-image days, right? So I'm from the days of one word bullet points and a title that probably had three words in it. And then next minute I know you've got 200, 250 characters in a title and it's like, what, this is crazy. But everyone's telling you, this is the way forward. And it's like, is it the way forward? Oh yeah, we've done A-B testing. Mm." But have you factored in loads of other things? Because sometimes with A-B testing, there's so many other factors as well that you, you need to consider. With Amazon's tool, it takes some of those those factors out, you know, because it depends if you're, you're, you're looking at it during a promotional period um, when you've got uh, a lot more traffic during Prime Day and so forth. Those, those used to kind of almost uh, create uh, a bit more inaccuracies, but we're finding if you use it through the Amazon tool, you get, you get a lot more accuracy. So this is fa- a fantastic tool. Something that would, if you've got access to, highly recommend, and just it's just the key thing here that is the message. As you can see, I'm going on about it, and that's probably because it's one of our goals as a as a business, and so I, um, I'm a bit of a stuck record um, in the business. Is data? Data drives your decisions. It's so important, and use that data that's available. Lastly. Customer engagement. Now, this is a bit of a teaser because uh, it is something that is available to those sellers in the US. But also, if you're selling in the US, then chances are you've got access to it. Who is selling in the US, by the way? Because I didn't ask that question. Okay, we've got a few people here. Okay, fantastic. So hopefully, you've got access to customer engagement. And what customer engagement is, is effectively (coughs) sending... (coughs) <coughs> Excuse me, it's sending personalized emails to your audience via Amazon. Of course, it's via Amazon because Amazon likes to control what you do, what you say to your customers, and I get that right because they want to control it from a point of not being too spammy. But you actually have the opportunity to reach out to your audience that are buying from you. This is a fantastic tool. Now, there's different audiences that you can reach out to. You can reach out to your brand followers. So brand followers being someone that basically uh, was on your brand store. Hopefully, if you have got a brand store, you have got that point where they can follow you on, within your brand store, because the more you capture them in the audience, the more this tool, once it's available to, to yourselves, is, if it isn't already, you've then got that following. So getting those brand followers, because you can email them, Repeat customers, so I believe repeat customers is somebody that's made a purchase, a one purchase within the last 12 months. The high spend customers, I believe, is about uh, the top 20 or top 25% that have purchased in the last year. And recent customers being, again, I think it's uh, the top 20% um, as well. So if you start building up this audience, these numbers on some accounts that we're working at, we're talking tens, 50,000s of customers here that you can email. So you can imagine that, right? You've got a promotion. Let your customer base know about it. You have a single pack. You've just launched a multi-pack. You want to highlight that to your audience. You launch a new product. Prime opportunity, you know. I know why, we know why Amazon's doing it. Amazon is on it all the time. Amazon knows that a lot of customers don't like selling on Amazon and prefer to refer traffic to their store to be able to collect customer data, to be able to email their customers. So, lo and behold, Amazon brings out a tool that allows you to do that within their platform in a controlled way. And so this is a fantastic tool because it allows you. Just again, it's this whole cross-selling, upselling. It isn't about just getting that one sale on that one product. It's about how you can introduce more products from your range to your customers, and how you can basically create an environment so when a new product does come become available, you've got that opportunity to get those sales straight away. You've already got that audience. And again, data, as I keep saying. So, you know, with the, even with uh, manage your customer engagement, you get data. You see the engagement with your emails. You see the click-through rate. You see how many sales that generated. So you can start seeing how people interact with different parts of, um, of your range and, and what, um, what emails worked well for you. So, again... All this stuff is fantastic because it's all about learning and it's working out your customer's behavior for you to be able to increase sales. So that's me done. I just got a wrap-up then. I was like, oh, there we go. So actually, on time. So um, thank you, everyone, for listening.